Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoyed the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I hope you're doing really well and I hope your day has been great so far. And so why not make it even better by learning something more and exploring the topic of emotional eating. This is something I often work on with my clients and it's something that many people struggle with. So I thought, why not explore it a little bit more? Now, the first thing we need to talk about is when emotional eating is and when it isn't a problem. Because in general, we all sometimes emotionally eat. We might eat not because we're hungry, but because we are at a birthday party and there is cake and it's just nice to have a piece of cake, right? So this is not a problem at all. It's a normal occurrence and it's just part of being a human. However, when emotional eating happens regularly, when it is our only way of dealing with difficult emotions, um, and when it's preventing us from living the life we want to live or when it is in the way of our goals, then it might be worth addressing it. So the first thing, so let's look at the sort of a cycle of emotion leading. What happens first is we will have an emotional trigger and that trigger leads to overeating. What that trigger is can be different from for different people. Um, it can be for one person, it can be one um, trigger that happens every time or it could also be different triggers, right? It could be boredom, sadness, stress is a common one. And so this trigger then leads to overeating. The person experience after, after eating, they experience guilt or shame. And the feelings of guilt and shame then lead to them restricting their food intake. So that's how this circle continues. There are different reasons why we might be emotionally eating. Number one, it can be due to wanting to regulate difficult feelings. Number two, we might want to use food to avoid difficult feelings. And then number three, our emotional state can make it more challenging to respond or not only to respond, but to even recognize our internal hunger and satiety cues, which then leads to overeating. 
what's what can we do about it the first thing that we look at is emotion regulation so that's something that is really important when we are trying to work on our emotional eating and what does that mean when we talk about emotional regulation we talk about being able to identify feelings or thoughts any physical sensations we are talking about minimizing judgment about the things we are feeling or thinking and then the third component of emotional regulation is responding to those thoughts and feelings in helpful ways so this all sounds great but how do we actually get there how do we develop emotional regulation with clients we approach this it's it's sort of a multi-faceted approach i'll go through some techniques some strategies some skills we develop and then the point is not for you to go away and try everything at once but maybe just listen through it see what resonates with you see what you might want to try and then and then maybe just take one little thing and try that and see how you feel about it how it how whether it works for you or not so the first thing is recognizing emotions sometimes that's really difficult we might not even well first we don't want to take that time we don't want to sit with those emotions and name them because they are too uncomfortable so it's in the moment it's easier to walk to the cupboard and eat something in order to mask those feelings so with clients what we do we use emotion wheel you can google emotion wheel and you'll see the image of it so that's what i'm referring to for them to look at that emotion wheel and try to understand what exactly it is they're feeling and then we will practice recognizing physical hunger so asking yourself am i hungry we then learn to look for physical signs of hunger so for example a growling stomach low energy knowing that some time has passed since we last ate so we are probably physically hungry and learning to understand those physical cues of hunger helps us determine whether what we are feeling in that moment is actual hunger or we actually need something different we also incorporate some mindfulness work things like mindful eating which is taking their time eating making sure they sit at a table without distraction making sure they properly chew their food we do these things with by um 
putting cutlery down in between bites, having a sip of water and stuff like that. Sometimes we'll even set a timer so that we don't rush through a meal. Another mindfulness technique that we often use is surfing the urge. So sitting with that urge to eat something, learning to be to just to be able to sit with those uncomfortable feelings and understanding that the urge will pass. And then we'll also do body scans. We will often introduce journaling. And with that, if you struggle with emotional eating, some of the some helpful journal prompts can be right now I'm feeling and here you can use emotion wheel and then what triggered that feeling and how did I react to the feeling these are just some examples you will find loads more online or you can message me and I'll send you some and then you can also start planning for the future you can ask yourself how might I want to respond to this feeling next time? So these are some of the mindfulness techniques that we introduce when we are working on regulating emotions. And then self-care. With some clients, we prepare a self-care plan. So this can involve things like yoga, taking a bath, going for a walk, reading, calling a friend, of course, this will really depend on the individual. It can even just be getting adequate sleep. Again, really, really um, dependent on the client. But when we have this self-care plan and when we prioritize self-care, we are less likely to turn to food to regulate our emotions. So this is why Having a self-care plan is so important. Again, when I talk about self-care plan, this is not actually anything fancy. <laughs> this is just a list of things that you enjoy doing, that relax you, that make you feel good. And lastly, although now I realize that <laughs> I should have probably mentioned this first, but anyway, um, we... With clients, we talk about values. So I will help them identify their values and how they want to live their life. Now, you might be thinking, what does that have to do with emotional eating? Why is this even important? But in the moment when the urge to emotionally eat arises, if you are clear on your values, you can remind yourself of those values and then take action that is in line with them. It can help you take a pause and then act in line with your values. So this is why values work can be really beneficial and you can take it as a first step and so that when that moment, moment of difficult emotions happens you are prepared. 
So that's another important thing. Some of these strategies can be used in the moment. However, when we talk about emotional eating, just focusing on the moment, so on the in the moment strategies is not enough. We need to look at the bigger picture. We need to create some or integrate some mindfulness in our daily life. We need to look at our long-term self-care plan. We need to understand our emotions. And these are the things that are not, we can't really do in the moment of that heightened emotional state. So I hope this is helpful. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know what you struggle with. And hopefully you have learned something new. And if you do try any of these things, or maybe if you need some further guidance, then please let me know. Apart from that, um, again, thank you so much for being here and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you at the next one.